Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, your go-to source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development. We hope you tune in often for all things people management, organizational development and change, organizational leadership, and social impact related. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with Jeffrey Klein about effective storytelling in organizations to drive leadership and organizational success. Jeffrey Klein, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Yeah, I'm excited to have the chance to talk with you today. Uh, as someone who uh, is an expert in the area of effective storytelling um, to drive you know, better uh, leadership and organizational success, I think it'll be a fun conversation. Uh, as we get started today, I just want to share uh, your bio with the listeners. Jeffrey Klein, the story guy, is a speaker, an educator, and a marketer who helps people and organizations communicate more effectively through the power of story. He currently serves as president and CDO of Nine Dots, a content, a content development and marketing agency that helps businesses share their message through visual communication to connect with their audience. Jeffrey's diverse professional experience includes working in the film industry, where he worked on films such as The Truman Show, Mission Impossible 2, Legally Blonde, and die another day. He also spent 10 years living in Manchester, England, where he worked in both real estate and at a creative design agency. Jeffrey is a Google trusted photographer and is certified in both content marketing and social media. Jeffrey has been a TEDx speaker and has guest lectured at Manchester Metropolitan University, Drexel University, um, Houston College, I'm not sure if I said that correctly, and currently serves as an adjunct professor at Temple University's School of Media and Communications. Jeffrey has a bachelor's degree from Amherst College and a law degree from Temple University. Jeffrey is a gadget and cufflinks enthusiast, and in his spare time, he enjoys spending time with his wife and three kids, whether it's baking, basketball, or board games. Uh, awesome background uh, and really a fun, diverse set of experiences that you have had in your career, uh, I'm sure all of which really have lent themselves uh, nicely to your approach to storytelling and working with clients to, to help them uh, be more effective. Yeah, I, I've collected a few stories along the way, which I think is helpful. Um, I was thinking about it in terms of what you do in business and, and, and in organizations, it's all about building relationship. Yeah, I think again, you know, I, my, I have sort of a worldview on this about, you know, we're all trying to be connected. That's kind of what we try and do. Um, and in business you know, and personal lives, we do that by building relationships. And I think one of the keys in relationships is being relatable. And so the way that we do that often is by sharing stories. And I think we're pretty, pretty good doing it uh, on a personal level, but not quite as good doing it sort of from a business context. We sort of forget um, and get, I think distracted by sometimes big data, which has become a big thing. So, um, 
part of my aim is to help people remember that story is still the best way to communicate. Absolutely. Stories are a wonderful way to communicate. Um, so, well, that's, that's a great um, overview and a background. And I also wanted to say, just in terms of your, uh, your bio, um, tr The Truman Show is actually one of my favorite movies ever. So that's really cool that, that you worked on that one. Um, lots of good messaging in that, in that uh, movie. All right. Well, as we dive on in, I, I'm wondering what, um, what you think about storytelling in terms of the primary challenges that face business. Um, you know, there's lots of things that businesses have to deal with. Right now, they're dealing with a global pandemic. They're trying to keep the doors open, make payroll. Uh, they're, you know, uh, it, it's the, with the economic downturn, it's, it's a struggle for everybody. So obviously, there's all sorts of different types of external pressures and all sorts of different types of challenges to organizations. But what's your take on like the, the key thing that they need to be focusing on? I think in all those kind of subsets, one of the things that's most important is, is that communication, whether it's communication within the organization and making sure that everyone is uh, aware of where, what they're supposed to be doing and what the expectations are, or the message that you're trying to communicate to, to your customers, or your clients, especially in, in this circumstance where things have changed day to day, hour to hour, and it has an impact on lots of people to be able to make sure that you're effectively communicating your organization's priorities and what you, how you can serve your customers, your clients is more important than ever. Uh, and therefore, from my perspective, the great need to communicate means there's a great need to learn how to craft those narratives so that your message ends up connecting and resonating with that audience. Yeah, and I think that connection point is, is really, really key. Um, you know, I've had many times over my career where I felt like I had a very compelling argument. Uh, I, had, I had supporting data. You know, I had every reason why someone should um, at least listen to me uh, and pay attention, if not, you know, make a decision in my direction. And ultimately, they either blew me off or they didn't pay attention or they just decided to go another way. And it's just a reminder that it's not enough to have, you know, expertise. It's not enough to have good content. It's not to have enough to have good data or, um, or to be able to frame the problem, you know, effectively that all of that needs to be there and support, but at the foundational level, you have to have a compelling story, one that people can actually connect with and they can buy into um, and it, it's more than just the, the data, right? You need to have an emotional connection and you need to make sure that they, they understand the why um, so that they can drive their, their involvement. Uh, and that's a lesson, unfortunately, I've had to learn and relearn too many times uh, as I take for granted, you know, thinking, of course, they'll just listen to me. Um, that's not how it works. Well, you said something very uh important to me in terms of what the real challenge is in wanting to communicate, whether inside or, or externally, which is, and I, I joke that there's two, we're all experiencing two pandemics aside from the coronavirus. And that's one that's gotten worse and worse. And the first one is something I refer to as infobesity. There's more information now than ever before. We're being bombarded daily, hourly, by the minute, um, with more information. The statistic I often share is uh, IBM 
marketing cloud came up with that. All the data that's been created in the last two years represents 90% of all the data ever. So we're, we're getting bombarded. And the second pandemic is short attention spans. So you talked about trying to get people to pay attention to you. And our capacity to pay attention gets smaller and smaller. Uh, the study I'd read that's often references, I think in around 2000, the average attention span for human was 12 seconds. At the moment, the average attention span of a goldfish is nine seconds. And today, the average attention human span is eight seconds. So our attention span is less than that of a goldfish, which is why story is so important. Because when you tell a compelling, effective story, you grab people's attention and you keep it by those, all those things you talked about, having that emotional connection, having it relatable. Um, and so that the, what I try and help people understand is that you're up against it. It's an uphill battle to get people's attention now. And one of the ways to combat it is not more data. They got plenty of data. And so telling the story is a way that you can kind of cut through that infobesity and connect with people. And that's why it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. I think that's good advice. Um, and it's hard for a data wonk like me to hear that because I'm like, oh, come on. It's all about the data. Um, but, but I get it. And, and I think that's absolutely true. So what are the, I mean, you already mentioned relatability and an emotional hook. Um, what are some of those other elements um, that are important in telling an effective story? Well, I'm going to share with you kind of my ABC of telling effective stories, but I want to go back to one piece about the data because data is still important. You know, you still need to communicate that. And so people often say to me, well, I need them to know about the effectiveness of our product or our service. And how do I, but uh, I reference something that I refer to as the science of story. There was a professor uh, in Princeton or Hassan who did research about how our brain uh, works and the chemistry behind it when we receive different types of information. So when you receive purely information, facts, figures, uh, in the marketing space, we call them features and benefits. Uh, two parts of your brain activate, the vernix area and uh, the Broca's area. Now, these two parts of your brain you need because they are, enable you to decode the meaning of the words that people are saying. But what he found is that when people are told a story, not only do those two parts of the brain activate, but so does every other part of the brain that you would use as an audience if you were experiencing the story. There's a, a phenomenon called neural coupling, which means that if I tell you a story about me kicking a ball, your motor cortex activates. And so that's how we actually, that's why we're hardwired for story. And when we tell stories that have emotional and sensory elements, they connect with people. So that's the C, and I'll get to that in a minute. Uh, the, the A of sort of effective storytelling is really about knowing your audience. Uh, in my class at Temple, I, I came up with what I call the 11th commandment. And the 11th commandment is know thy audience. And so when you're trying to communicate and when you're trying to start to tell a story, you need to know about the audience as much as you can because that's who you're trying to connect with. So there's the old adage of, oh, talk about what you know. And the, the, the risk of that is that if you only talk about what you know and you're not aware of your audience, they may not be care 
they may not care and they may not understand what you're talking about because there's nothing that relatability. So that's the relatability is translated by understanding your audience. So I always express to people that find out as much as you can about the audience you have, your employees that you have, if it's internal in terms of having your organization tick well, it's about understanding what makes everyone behave and, and react and what do people care about. The more you know, the better you can craft a story. The B of it is, is also one of these really important elements, which is to be authentic because the BS radar is higher than ever. People, you know, if you're not genuine about what you're talking about, it makes it much, people are going to see it, you know, they're going to see through it and they're going to call you on it. And then you've got to lose credibility. Uh, and I always say with people, when I share the B that to be authentic myself, I have to say it really should be another A because it's about authenticity. So I hope you'll forgive that the B is for being, but it is about authenticity. And the C is that what I referred to a little ago, which is about connection. And the two main ways you can connect with people is emotionally and sensory. So one of the reasons that we want to do that by telling stories that have emotional connections and sensory, because that's how our brain heart is hardwired. So that when we, there's actually two hormones that are elevated when you tell a story. The first is cortisol, that fight or flight. And it's really good because that stress hormone captures people's attention. When you even say to someone, let me tell you a story, their brain, from a chemical perspective, pays attention. So you've got them. And then when you start to do through the neurocoupling and the other ways, you know, the sensory ways. So when people are thinking about how they're going to tell a story, they should be thinking about, okay, what's the, what are the emotions? What are the feelings? Because at the end of the day, people will remember how you make them feel more than anything else. So I always, those are kind of the ABCs. Um, and then I always add in the extra V and people like, you know, what is V for value, which I think is really important. But from my perspective, if you're going to tell an effective story, the most powerful way to do that is through visual. And that's what we do. We create visual content. All the statistics, all the studies show that we're more receptive to visual. Um, you process visual communication 60,000 times faster than text. So, we, you know, you have, to, you have to look at the fact that a lot of parts of your brain are made up for visual, you know, for decoding visual images. But because you have such a short attention span, a short uh, space to capture people's attention, you got to get quickly. And that's why when you have a video on your website, you have something like two and a half times more time spent on that website than if you don't. Because people want to click to watch a video more than read. We just, we're a scan culture, unfortunately. And I, listen, I, I'm a big fan of the written word. Um, when we developed, you know, any kind of visual, often it starts with the script. Uh, so the message, those elements are really important. Um, but if you know your audience and then you craft your story and then you find a way to tell it visually, that's going to be the best way to connect with an audience. Yeah, well, I love that. That uh, great insight there, and absolutely in terms of the visual, um, having compe uh, compelling uh, visualizations is so important. And that's true for stories. That's true for any content. It's true for data. Um, I mean, you just need to have compelling um, visualizations to really draw people in and hold their attention. And your your point about being authentic. 
uh, and being true to yourself uh, is also just so vital. Uh, you mentioned the BS meter. Absolutely. Uh, I, I think people can just see it through you a mile away. Uh, and so if you're blowing smoke, they're, they're, they're already so busy and their attention's being pulled in so many directions. And so if you're in a meeting and someone's just BSing, what are you going to do? You're going to tune out, you're going to go to your computer and you're going to answer emails or whatever. Um, and you're, cause it's a waste of your time because you don't even trust what the person's saying. So I think, uh, everything that you just mentioned is, 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 is awesome and a really good, uh, good set of tips, uh, for, for listeners as they're trying to think about how they can better and more effectively tell stories, uh, within organizations. And I really liked the, the neuroscience, uh, aspect of what you just said also, you know, that's not my field. I, I you know, I don't, I, I admit, I don't understand a whole lot about the brain chemistry side of things. Uh, but I know enough to recognize that people who are way smarter than I am have figured out, <laughs> um, you know, how important all of that is and that those, those connections and those links are real. Uh, so we need, to let, me, let me just say, but I'm not expert in, in neuroscience either. I've just, uh, been interested. And I think that's the point of the, you know, I've delved into that. Um, professor, Hassan is an expert. I've just taken his, and what sure. I've tried to do is take that science and make it understandable for us, us lay people, us nine science people, because um, I think what, what's amazing about the science and why I like it so much is that you can take that incredible technical knowledge that they have and be able to use it in a, in a everyday situation um, in terms of the way you think about things. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, good. So if, if you were to give, you know, we, we have lots of managers and leaders that, that listen to the podcast. So if you're going to give like one piece of advice of, of what a leader could do starting today to make, to, to give their um, leadership more power and influence through stories, what would that be? Well, I would start with the 11th commandment, which is to get to know who, who, who are the people you're trying to get to connect with. So whether it's asking questions, they do focus groups, interviews, there's a lot of way to collect that information. Uh, and I think it's important to have a simple, effective structure. So Aristotle back in 350 BC came up with sort of the three act structure that everyone, you know, uses and we use it in the movies, we use it in TV and, and in the way that, cause that's how we kind of want, we want that, you know, three act structure. And, and I've come up with a, a simple character to help you remember that. So if you're like, okay, how should I start telling my story? I say, just ask big man, Ed, big man, Ed is the simple way. And big man, Ed is an acronym for beginning, middle and end. So we always want to say like, when you're going to craft a compelling message, it should have a beginning, a middle and end. And from a business perspective, a lot of people, when it's an external message, we developed a tool called the story pad. P-A-D, and the P-A-D represents the beginning, the middle, and the end. So the P stands for the problem or the pain of your audience, because you got to know your audience and you got to connect with your audience, because as I like to say, nobody cares about what your business can do. I'm going to repeat that. Nobody cares about what your business can do. They only care about what your business can do for them. I referenced the most popular radio station, WIIFM. What's in it for me? 
And again, knowing the audience and recognizing you got to give them a reason to care and to pay attention. So when you start your story, if you start with that P for their pain or their problem, they're going to pay attention. The A of the story pad, PA, the A is for the answer to their problem. So when you're thinking about how you help them, so what's your product or service, or what is it you're trying to communicate to your managers to get them to have their, you know, their uh, direct reports? You know, what is it the problem that they're having that they need engagement from? And here's, here's what you're trying to get them to do. So you give them the answer to their problems. And then the D of the PAD is the difference or the impact that it will make in their, in their product productivity and their um, effectiveness. And so that's a really easy way that people can use it today when they're thinking about, okay, what's the message I have to say to figure out who your audience is and then just slot in the story pad. What's that audience's problem or pain that you want to try and help? What's the answer or solution to that pain? And what's the difference going to make to them? And that will motivate them because they're going to, if they have a pain, if you're, you know, if your direct reports are having a problem because the front line isn't producing well enough, and you're like, okay, well, we have a new effective tool to help them do that, to help you help them. And when you do that, there's going to be increased engagement, increased productivity, everybody wins. So I think it's just about slotting in those elements, knowing your audience, what their pain is, how can you help them, and the impact and difference that it makes. Awesome. Excellent tip. We're about out of time. Um, I do want to give uh, listeners uh, a chance to know more how to, to get in contact with you. Would you mind sharing uh, about your website and connection points uh, before we part ways? Certainly. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. There, the two websites to connect with me, uh, one is kind of my speaker training section, which is just ggkleindgkline.com. And then for all the content production we do, it's nine-dots-media.com. And they'll have all my social on those, but in most cases, my social is either GG Klein or nine-dots-media. And that's the best way. LinkedIn's also a fantastic way to get in touch with me. And I'm happy, I'm happy to talk to anyone who's interested in learning more to see how I can help them. Because for me, uh, I feel passionately about story and about helping others use the power of story to be more effective. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Jeff. It's been a real pleasure talking to you today. Um, everything you said is so important. We all need to be better at telling stories to make an impact, um, to increase our influence. I hope my listeners will reach out um, to you and make connection. And uh, I really appreciate your time. I hope everyone stays healthy and safe and everyone has a great weekend. Thanks so much. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week. Check out our new weekly LinkedIn newsletter, Alchemizing Human Capital, exploring industry trends via original research and interviews with executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We look forward to having you join us.